What's good, Raider Nation? Welcome back to Raider Nation Radio 920 AM on a Wednesday and a big Wednesday. The Raiders didn't even do anything today, and they still came out winning. And by the way, the Chargers and the Broncos should probably get the thank you notes sent to uh, the Raiders right about now because the Raiders' action last week in boldly trading for Devontae Adams, then giving him the richest contract, wide receiver contract, in NFL history, five years, $140 million. Really, you're talking about the $65.5 million guaranteed over the first three years of the life of that contract. That's the number to really focus on. It changed the entire dynamic of the wide receiver pay scale at the top of that market. And who was in the middle of negotiating a new contract for himself and with what team? Yeah, Tyreek Hill and the Kansas City Chiefs. By the way, you're in the huddle with Vinny Bonsignor, brought to you by Tequila Embajador, Raider Nation Radio 920 AM on a Wednesday. Tyreek Hill took a glance over at what Devontae Adams did with the Raiders, and all of a sudden, he and his agent, I believe it's Drew Rosenhaus, who does not mess around, said, uh, we're not going to sign for a penny less than what Devontae Adams just got. Our guy is just as good as Devontae Adams. We can quibble. We can argue, uh, you know, day in and day out about that very fact. But the reality is, if you're talking about the top three, four wide receivers in the game, you're going to mention Devontae Adams and Tyreek Hill. It just so happened that their new paydays lined up with one another. Guys love when that happened. Guys like that, especially at that level, because somebody is going to get paid, and the next guy is going to probably get paid even more. That's exactly what happened. I got a text from an NFL executive today who said, the second house on the block always sells for more than what the first house on the block sold for. It's how life works. Oh, that house sold for $453 million or $1,000. We're going to sell ours for $460,000 or whatever the case might be. So Tyreek Hill, paying attention as he should. These are all connected. Everything that happens in the NFL to some extent is connected to each other. I'm not signing for anything less than what Devontae Adams just got. I think I'm better than Devontae Adams, or at the very least, the equal to. It's a different dynamic, different set of skills, but the impact is exactly the same that I have on my team that Devontae has on his team. So whatever I was asking for three days ago, that has changed. And that, by the way, is the risk that you take when you don't act decisively. The Kansas City Chiefs probably could have gotten this all wrapped up much sooner and not been put in this position when the market changed. And then they had to look at the new market and say, or make a decision, and they have every right to make this decision. Yeah, that doesn't work for us. They're looking at the present. They're looking at the immediate future. They're looking at the future beyond the immediate future. And what they deducted was can't justifiably pay Tyreek what he's now asking for because eventually that's going to change our dynamic for the worse. 
So the Raiders, by acting quickly and boldly, changing the market, bringing in a game-changing player to their roster, strengthening their roster, had a ripple effect that ultimately severely hurt one of their chief rivals in their division, the Kansas City Chiefs. The Kansas City Chiefs did not want to live in that world with Tyreek Hill. Nothing personal. It's all about money and business decisions and what works for you. And same likewise for Tyreek Hill. He made a business decision on his behalf, and he has every right to do that. I'm not signing for anything less than that. That's just how it is. And if you're not going to pay me, then I'm not going to play for you anymore. Let's work something out that's mutually beneficial for each other. And that's exactly what happened. And in the process, Devon Cotton, the Chiefs just took a big step backward. We've been talking about for now two weeks, right? Everybody's been taking big step forwards in the AFC West. Everybody, the Denver Broncos going to get Russell Wilson, took a big step forward. The Los Angeles Chargers bringing in Khalil Mack and J.C. Jackson, um, re-signing Mike Williams. They've made some other moves as well, took a couple of steps forward. Obviously, the Las Vegas Raiders with Devontae Adams and Chandler Jones and the moves that they're making, the head coach, the general manager. I think everything that they've done this offseason, including obviously bringing in two game-changing players offensively and defensively, pushes them forward. The whole division was moving forward in a way that everybody in the NFL was looking at it and saying, oh, my God, what the heck is going on in the AFC West? Today, Devon Cotton, we saw for the first time a team take a big step backwards. And I'm going to say big because I don't think you can just replicate everything that Tyreek Hill means to that offense from himself, the numbers that he brings. Let's just say, I think he's worth about 11 points a game, whether it's a touchdown for himself or somebody rolling coverage over to him to open things up for for Travis Kelsey or somebody else. You can say, oh, just bring in some more speed. There's plenty of guys in the draft that have speed. It, It doesn't work that way. Tyreek Hill is a hell of a football player. He's fast. He's quick. He's athletic. He's smart. He's explosive. He's all of those things. And just simply saying, well, we'll just go get a speed guy and replace speed is ludicrous. You don't just replace great players like that, DeMond Cotton. How big of a hit is this for the Kansas City Chiefs? It's a hit, but I do think they will be able to recover. Because you got to think that you don't just trade them and then that's all that happens. You trade them, you get back calf space. We've been seeing reports that, hey, maybe they're in the running for DK Metcalf. They're calling Seattle. And is DK Metcalf, is he a better player no. than Tariq Hill? No. But if you can get DK Metcalf, you still have some of that draft capital left over. There, there are moves You're to talking be made. in ifs right now. If, 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 if. Yes, if. But, right now. But you don't As we speak. Move. How many times do we say, hey, the offseason doesn't matter. You can't win on paper. Yes, right now. But no, we, but you could take a step back on paper. Yes. They literally that. are worse today. Yes, they are. And there's no guarantee that they're going to the be able to replicate that. that. We, we say this about every team is that, hey, this is not what their roster is going to look like on opening day. I know. You, we do. We do. But when you lose a, a Tyreek Hill, that's not – there's there's certain people that are in rarefied air. 
Like when Tom Brady left the New England Patriots, did we not know that the Patriots were going to take a step back? And did the Patriots not take a step back? Yes, of course. Yeah, but I don't think what I don't think Tyreek Hill means to the Chiefs. What Tom Brady I meant to the Patriots. I think you're wrong. Well, I've obviously what well, Tom that's Brady. The comparison that you use okay, there. all right, but I'm just I, saying that on paper the Patriots got worse. That was easy to see, and they felt that. Do you uh, not loss. still think that Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in football? I do. Now I feel like I got to defend Patrick Mahomes. I'm here. not. I'm not not defending Patrick Holmes, but Patrick Holmes was the benefit also of a unique, dynamic force field of a football player in Tyreek Hill. Look at the numbers. You can't just replicate that. Is what I'm saying. Now you can try, and they may get. They're not going to do it overnight. There's nobody in the draft. And I don't think there's anybody available to them in a trade or certainly in free agency that's going to replicate what he brings to the table. And you know who's going to feel that is guys like uh, Travis Kelsey. Because now, until further notice, every single team is going to roll double coverage over to Travis Kelsey. Prove that you can beat us now on the other side with whoever you're going to replace Tyreek Hill with. Prove that to us. Because until then... We're going to take Travis Kelsey out of the game. It's going to put an enormous amount of pressure on Travis Kelsey. It affects his world. It affects Patrick Mahomes. It just affects their whole offensive operation. Now, I'm not saying they can't overcome it. I'm not saying they can't figure out different ways. But as we sit here today, that's a massive look. Even the Raiders. I'm not saying Henry Ruggs was Tariq Hill because he wasn't. However, when he left that severely affected the Raiders' offense. But I feel like you can't compare the two because they still have $20 million in cap space and two first-round picks. To get who? Like I said, if they get DK Metcalf, do you not think that this Why would the Seattle Seahawks trade DK Metcalf right now? Because they they got to blow it up, man. I know Pete Carroll, he's trying to save face. Hey, he's like, hey, he's 70. What time would he have for a rebuild? But come on. That's come like come a on. hope and a prayer. Come like, on, oh, buddy. let's go get DK. DK. I, he, he's not even available. I'll, I'll believe that when I see it. Okay, so let's. there there could be another receiver that they could get out there. I don't. Of think- course they can, and they will. But that a top five player at his position. That's the thing. You're, we're talking about a game changer. We're talking about a uniquely talented player. Those types of guys. I don't like how you're just so dismissive that they can't get him. Two days ago, would you have said? Uh, two days ago, do you think that hey, the the Jets or the Dolphins could get Tyreek Hill? You wouldn't have said that two days ago. So you never know how fast things change. When hey, the markets the markets always resetting. You may, you use that to the second house. I on the just block don't analogy. see anyone that's really that's up for a contract right now. Um, that that I don't see anybody on the horizon right now that that replaces a Tyreek Hill in in that offense. He meant so much to that offense. That I don't. Yes, you're going to. Do gonna, you not think that Andy Reid? Okay, we don't have to. They will Hill. definitely have to figure out a different way. I think that they can figure out a different way. I think that you're too, you're you're dancing on a grave of someone who's. I'm not, not dancing even on the, their grave. The I'm saying yet. I'm saying it's 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 probably like what do you think Tariq Hill is worth in a wins and loss situation? One one win, two wins. Yeah. Okay. Just that's that, that, that could be the difference, and that's obviously the Chiefs are still going to be good. They're not good, but but they're not the complete package that they have been. They just aren't. Like it is so difficult, and we've seen it over and over again, having to defend those two types of dynamic forces in Travis Kelsey and in Tyreek Hill. They, I don't think I've ever heard anyone talk about a receiver meaning this much 
to an offense that this is like when the Patriots lost Randy Moss. It wasn't like, well, yes, things are going to be different. He was there for just a couple of years. This is like a focal point of their offense and has been now for the yes, last but four I'm or five years. I think that I'm not saying we're the running backs where we say, hey, you can find that production elsewhere. I do think that you can find someone else mm. to make up this production. Josh Gordon. His pro- Josh Gordon. We haven't been able to see him. Ja- stop yes. right what do you mean? there. Yes. Josh Gordon is not going to replace Tyreek Hill. Josh Gordon, Juju Smith-Schuster, where you can – there are some ways you're going to be able to supplement this. Uh, yes, I don't the, you're, think that, in counting numbers across the board, you probably, you're going to have to. Yes. You're going to have to come up with 101 catches, however many catches he had, and X amount of yards and X amount of touchdowns. You're going to have to collectively do that. But when you can put one guy on the field that can do that side by side or across the field from another guy who can in Travis Kelsey, that's the perfect situation. They don't have that anymore, and they took a step back. Like Tyreek Hill is a what is he a five time Pro Bowler? He's a fantastic football player. Those don't six just time gro- Pro Bowler, six time Pro All Pro. Yes, and I can, and I can list off those stats, accomplishments. The Hall of Fame team for the 2010s. Think you're overrating them. Overrating him, Tyreek Hill. Yes, the guy that's tormented the Raiders. There's, there's the only the charge. He's only inflicted as much pain on the Chargers by a little bit than he has against the Raiders. I think it's like it's, it's just a you know he's had a season against the Raiders as he has against the Chargers as well. This is a big loss for the char- for the for the Chiefs, and they'll regroup and try to figure it out. And I'm not doubting that they won't you know come up with some answers. But that is a player that they're going to feel that loss. And meanwhile, the Raiders have gotten better. The Chargers have gotten better. The Denver Broncos have gotten better. So um, I don't know. It's it was That was a big loss. Fargo Raider is on the line. How you doing, Fargo? Hey, Vinny, Demond. Thank you guys for taking my call. How are you doing today? We're doing good, thank you. How are you doing? I'm glad to hear it. I'm great. You know, everything's melting up here. So I'm a happy man, other than the river's overflow, uh, overflowing. But um, I'm going to start out with this pushback against Q. I know he ain't there, but DeMond can relay the message. I don't know, man. Stanford Rao is the Raiders content creator, and I think he has smoked Q on anything he wants. Dude was a professional athlete. Sorry, Q, you're my guy. What, ha- what, what did I miss? No, we were talking about like a combine, like a combine, because um, Michael Sean Dugar that covers the um, the Seahawks, they had a, a media combine. <laughs> okay. So we were ta- we were like trying to line up the media personalities, and Q's like he's he's winning a combine type setting, you know, of anybody who covers the Raiders. Got it. Okay. Uh, and who's that you said again, uh, so I can pass the message along? Stanford, Stanford route. He's a he's a he podcasts for the Believe the Believe Network podcast. And uh, he does the Believe in Raiders podcast. Stanford Route was a, I believe, cornerback for the Oakland Raiders back in the day when I was a younger man. So I'm just going to put hey, that man, out that there. Hey, that don't count, man. You, you can't hey, be, you can't be throwing saying, like, well, hey, I, I got to defend hey, you. <laughs> he's a, he's a, he said content creator. He didn't throw, he didn't throw no, uh, no contingencies on it. He just said, you know, people who cover the Raiders. Well, Stanford Route now covers the Raiders. Well, that'd be like a me, if I'm talking about yo, me and Levi Edwards, we're going to put up 225. What are we, like, what are we talking gonna, about? Are we talking about, about like, uh, what? Be like, yo, of course Lincoln going to kill me on the bench press. We're talking about media uh, skills. Is that what we're talking about? The combine, but with people who cover the team. Okay. Combine All right. So what, what are the, what's the criteria here? I think Q definitely, um, is, is, is among the, uh, Guys in the combine, but, but what, what are we about? Former players uh, who might cover the team. You got me there. 
we weren't yeah thinking, we weren't thinking that big yeah there's there's so, some I, you know i was just think i was just he said 40 he was talking about smoking people on the 40 so my mind right went to who can go who can run the fastest 40 oh we're talking those later. kind of skills yeah. Not no, like riding. No, 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 no. We're talking about literally athletic yes. skills. Okay. Uh, medium members, yeah, yeah. that cover the team. Uh, yeah. Um, who? Let's, uh, you know what? Um, uh, our good friend Sam Gordon, he's, he's, he's. He mentioned Sam. He said yeah. Sam might give him a run for He's a little athlete. I'm past my prime, so I'm not going to, I'm going to coach. I'm going to be the coach. I'm going to yeah. be, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll be holding the stopwatch, you know, and, uh, and critiquing and that type of thing. Um, yeah, I yeah, think that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that absolutely. Uh, Q, Sam Gordon, um, not Vic Tafer. No, uh, he's he, he's going to be over on the sidelines with me. Uh, yeah. So uh, we'll we'll take a look at uh, we'll take a look at uh, who else qualifies uh, and start uh, and start putting that together. Appreciate the call, Fargo Raider. Thank you. Is there something yes, else that you wanted to add or anything? Uh, yes, actually, I wanted to uh, chime in on the Tyreek Hill argument. Look, Tyreek. Demanded a double team. Same with Kelsey. That's what made them work. That's what made the Chiefs work. You know, uh, Patty scrambles. Tyreek gets an extra couple seconds. Nobody could cover somebody for that long. It doesn't matter who you are. Hell, uh, Edwards could get open if you give him enough time. And dude can get separation with a divorce lawyer. So <laughs> it, can, it can happen. Now, with that guy gone... What are you going to do? All you got to do is bracket Kelsey. I ain't scared of Juju. He's bad Juju, you know? I ain't scared of Sierra's bad boy, and I ain't scared of Pizza Face either. It's our division for the taking, and I felt like this every season since I can remember. Yeah, and I don't concede defeat. Right. Because we can win if we, if we show up and we do our job, we can win the division too. Yeah. And now with stars on our team too, we have a, a even clearer route to it, so I'm not. I, I'm not going to say that uh, Hill leaving is the biggest reason. It's it's a good thing because we don't have to see that little peace sign that they let him get away with and that they uh, tagged Winfield Jr. for. We don't have to see none of that uh, none of that nepotism no more. Yeah, but I was never scared of them. We could do work too uh, if Paul Gunther. Can scheme us to beat them soundly. I'm pretty sure anybody else can if they just figure out what they actually need to do. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I, again, though, a day ago, earlier today, Pro Football Focus, you know, put out a a meme of who's the best duo in the NFL: Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey, or Darren Waller and Devontae Adams. You know, seven hours ago, that was a legitimate you know, argument and you could make an argument for either one, but one is no longer in that argument at all. And I don't care at this point, like you're going to be hard pressed. It's almost impossible over this period of time between now and the regular season to add somebody to that Travis Kelsey uh, um, connection that is going to bring what Tyreek Hill brings. There's no more conversation about that. And to say that that's not a significant loss I think is um, it's overlooking how important Tyreek Hill was to that whole scheme and to that whole operation. Yes, they're going to figure it out. They're going to have to figure something out. But you take, again, look at the Raiders last year when Hen- just Henry Ruggs, and he's not even close. He wasn't even close to being. 
Tyreek Hill had become for the for the Chiefs. But even that loss changed. It just turned everything upside down in a lot of ways for the Raiders' offense. It took them a while to figure out they didn't. They never did. They couldn't replicate that. There's certain things that are just so unique um, and such a force field that you can't. It, 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 takes, it takes a while, too, is what I'm saying. They'll eventually find somebody like Tyreek Hill, but I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon. He's, he's, he's the whole package. And so to me, that is a big loss, and I give the Raiders a lot of credit. I don't know. You know, there's an old saying, think like the people around you think. So in the back of their head, they had to have known that if they act decisively with uh, Devontae Adams, they know they're in this business. When you set a new benchmark at a position group, it's just going to change that top of that market. It's going to change because then the next guy is going to want more, and rightfully so. You keep the train rolling. That's how they always talk about it. That's why you'll rarely see a star player take anything less because you know what? Every agent and every peer will look at him and say, Dude, we're all in this together to some extent. We're all in this together to keep the money train moving. It, you never take a step back. You keep it moving forward. And so Tyreek Hill, whose contract happened to coincide with Devontae Adams, his talks with his team coincided with you know what, what Devontae Adams. Now it's when he sees that, he's going to want more, and that put the Chiefs in a bad spot. So the, the Raiders, I'm sure in the back of their mind, knew that there was going to be some kind of cause and effect to this move. They changed the dynamic, and um, maybe they didn't intentionally. They, they've got their own house to take care of. But somewhere in their thought process, it had to have dawned on them that, hey, you know what, this might actually change things in Kansas City, and we can strengthen ourselves and potentially weaken an opponent in one fell swoop. Back out to the Raider Nation listener line. Matt is in Hoboken. How you doing, Matt? What's up, guys? Um, thanks for taking my call, Vinny. I don't, I don't always agree with you, Vinny, but this time I think you are one hundred percent on target. I mean, any anyone who has watched the Chiefs the last several years and knows football knows that Tariq Hill is the store, is the straw that stirs the drink of of that offense, and he's the most explosive player in the NFL. He has responsibility in the amount of production that Travis Kelsey has had over the last several years, obviously, right? And his, his presence on the football field cannot be duplicated by somebody like D.K. Metcalf or Juju Smith. He's a one-of-a-kind kind of player. He's no longer in the division, right? And in my opinion, to, when I saw this news today, I said to myself, I said, the Chiefs just lost this division. Hopefully we can win it, but I think the Chiefs just lost this division. Now, something interesting to look at, I'd like you to look at, look at all the times Hill didn't play, whether he was injured or whatever, and it's noteworthy the kind of lack of offensive production and even their win and loss record without him over the last several years in the games that he didn't play. If you could look up those stats, I bet you'd be very, very uh, – well, you wouldn't be surprised, but – I think they really tell a tale of how important he is. He, they just lost the division today, the Chiefs, in my opinion. Well, we'll see, and Devon Cotton has a homework uh, assignment, uh, and we'll get on that. But honestly, if you really think about the Kansas City Chiefs, we saw when they lost an off- a couple offensive linemen uh, right before the Super Bowl or in the playoffs, how dramatically that affected their entire operation. All of a sudden... When you take two good players um, you know, uh, out of the lineup, they're two tackles, you can't just replicate.
the next guy behind him. And it, and in some cases, like a Tariq Hill, it's not just finding another wide receiver. Like he mean he meant so much to that offense, and it goes just like uh, uh, Matt and Hoboken was talking about it. He affected so many things. Did you have something, Devon? Uh, I was just gonna say that you can't. I, can't, I feel like you can't compare it to backups. Yes, the, like yes, the the end the end result is they were not the same without a healthy offensive line. But they're not just gonna bring in some geek off the streets and say, "Hey, try to do what Tariq Hill did. Please give us the production Tariq Hill did." And you're right. No today, doubt. Yes. Of course. But with the cap spaces they have in the draft capital, you have to expect that they are going to bring somebody in. Okay. They, Of course they're going to bring somebody in. But but I'm saying for, it's not for, just going to be, Let's. I'll just use it as Madden, Madden for the simplest way for people. Okay, let's say Tariq Hill's a 99, 98, whatever. It's not like they're just going to say, hey, we're going to put a 65 in and just hope for the best. Of course. But. Nevertheless, it's like getting that type of like replacing what they just lost is harder than I think you're making it out to be. It is really hard. And I know that they understand that. And I know that this is a bit of a long play. And of course, they're going to try to hope to get somebody in the draft. But that person has to learn the offense. That person has to get on the same page with Travis Kelsey, with Patrick Mahomes. That doesn't just happen overnight. It's a big loss for the Kansas City Chiefs. You're in the huddle with Vinny Bonsignor, brought to you by Tequila Embajador, Raider Nation Radio, 920 AM on a Wednesday. You're listening to Raider Nation Radio, 920 AM. Now, back to your host, Vinny Bonsignor. That's right. You are in the huddle. This is Raider Nation Radio, 920 AM, presented by Embajador Tequila. And to make sense of everything that's going on in the NFL, including the blockbuster move today of the trade of Tariq Hill from uh, the Kansas City Chiefs to the Miami Dolphins, I want to bring in a, a, a friend of mine and somebody that I go way back with. Uh, you know him as George Reister, the former NFL tight end. Uh, he's also a radio, uh, a radio personality. Um, you can hear him on Fox uh, all over the place. George, first of all, thanks for spending some time with us in the huddle. How are you doing, my friend? Oh, no problem. Thanks for having me. And I want to say this really quick. Back in the day, and I tell George this all the time, back in the day, um, before he went to Oregon, before he went to the Jacksonville Jaguars in the NFL, he was also a really good basketball player in high school. And there's one man, one, that I've ever seen slow down a guy by the name of Gilbert Arenas, and it was George Reister at Silmar High School when uh, Gilbert was torching everybody, comes over to play George uh, and Silmar, and what did you hold him to, like 20 points or something like that, which for Gilbert yeah. was... Yeah, he he had scored 50 points three games straight yes. prior to that. And um, and it was actually on National Signing Day when I when I signed my letter of intent my my senior year and it was like a weight to lift to lift it off my shoulders. I think I think Gilbert had 23 and I had 29. So I always tease him about that now because our kids are really good friends. Yeah, and you won the game. Silmar beat Grant that yeah. day. So uh, so it was a double win, for triple win for you, including signing your letter of intent to Oregon. All right, George, uh, an explosive day today. I've, I'm, I'm arguing with people uh, about the effect that losing Tyreek Hill is going to have on the Kansas City Chiefs. I get it. They're going to replace him with somebody. They have to. Uh, that's going to happen. But to find somebody between now and the regular season – that brought to the table what Tyreek Hill brought to the Chiefs' table. It, you're not going to do it. It's just almost impossible to do. What are your thoughts on how big of a loss this will be for the Kansas City Chiefs? Oh, this is major. This is a major loss because there aren't two Tyreek Hills in the NBA. I'm sorry, in the NFL. 
They, I mean, there there aren't any in the NBA. But, uh, <laughs> but but he's fast. He's quick. He catches the football like he's not just a fast guy. He's dynamic. Like he runs the um, he he runs after catch. He does everything. And his his ability to stretch the field is what allows a guy like Travis Kelsey to to eat so so much and to be so dy- dynamic. So losing him is going to have a huge effect on Travis Kelsey more than probably anybody else. So the uh, question is, what do you do now? You know, because yet, yet they may get a guy to, to replace him, but, you know, it's, it's, it's like war in base, baseball. Wins above replacement. The wins above replacement for whoever they bring in is going to be a negative value. It's not like they're bringing in Devontae Adams like the, like, like the Raiders did where you can have a positive win. Nope, it's going to be negative. And, George, you know, you play tight end in the NFL, so you know how this works. Uh, put yourself in Travis Kelsey's shoes without, you know, uh, his, his sidekick in Tyreek Hill making life easier for him. What's how, how is his world going to change? I know he's great and all of that, but if I'm an opposing defense, I am double-teaming him until further notice. Until you show me that you can beat me on the other side, this is where my defensive focus is going to go to. What does it change for, for, uh, for Travis? Oh my God, dude! He, oh, all right. So there's going to have to be a little bit of a revamping of the offense by Andy Reid and by Eric Z, the enemy, because this team relied on the deep threat and the big play so much. So their ability to come back at the end of games is going to be severely compromised because of the lack of, you know, speed on the on the outside. Like that's what allowed them to come back against Buffalo was that threat of this of the speed of not only uh hill but 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 hartman as well and so i think that that's probably the biggest thing is that is that they're they're gonna have excuse me sorry that they're gonna have to make an adjustment in how they play football in addition to everything else now, conversely, uh, we talk about the Raiders, and obviously they brought in Devontae Adams. They signed him to then the richest wide receiver contract in NFL history, which was sort of the catalyst for why now Tyreek Hill uh, isn't in Kansas City. It was like basically t- taking care of business on two fronts in one move. When you look at that move for the Raiders, Devontae Adams, how does he change the world for Darren Waller and vice versa? Oh, it's going to be the exact same in- in- impact because Dar- Darren Waller, was a guy who well is a is a guy who is who is a tough mat- matchup no matter what he's actually a better athlete than Travis Kelsey is like he's a little bit faster he's more dynamic with the ball in his hands and if you add a number one around him like there's no double teaming him there's no making you know all of these other things that are uh, you know that that you would ordinarily do. To, to try to stop Waller, now he's going to have many more one-on-one matchups, which should be much more beneficial for for Derek Carr. And also it's going to allow Hunter, Hunter Renfro to eat a little bit more too. We're talking to George Reister, former NFL uh, tight end. Uh, you can hear him on uh, Reister or Wrong uh, weekends from 10 p.m. to uh, midnight Pacific time uh, on at Mad Dog Radio, uh, also at Fox Sports Radio. Uh, George, when we talk about Devontae Adams, what makes this guy so good? Uh, is that you can't cover him in a phone booth and he <laughs> catches the ball. <laughs> I mean, I mean, those are two really good traits about a wideout is that 
is that if you are 7-Eleven, you are always open and you always catch the ball as well. So, so now with the guy who has a catch radius like, like that, Derek Carr doesn't have to be as good, but, but he can also be a little more risky with the, with the football as well. Like that, that he can throw the ball into, into a covered guy and now expect him to catch it. When we talk about Devontae Adams, Hunter Renfro, Darren Waller, Josh Jacobs, Kenyon Drake, I could go on and on. There's a lot of firepower now uh, with this Raiders offense. The moves that they've made, and we got to throw Chandler Jones in there as well. He's a ch- game changer on the other side of the football. How much better today are the Raiders than they were a week ago, number one? And number two, how does that affect, do you think, the AFC West, which is shaping up as the best division in football? Oh my gosh. <laughs> the the AFC West is a juggernaut. It is I mean, there is no debate about wh- whether it's the best division in football or not. I mean, it when when you have a situation to where Derek Carr is the fourth best in in a division and and he's a guy I look at as kind of the the barometer or the line of do you have a starting quarterback and a franchise quarterback or not? Because if your quarterback is worse than Derek Carr, you do not have you you, you need to find a replacement. If your if your quarterback is is Derek Carr or better, you uh, you, you will have a guy that that is your starting quarterback and is a franchise guy. So 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 Derek is a winner, and if he's the fourth best quarterback in the AFC West, then that just shows how great the division is. I want to ask one more question uh, about Tyreek Hill. He goes to Miami, a young quarterback into a, a lot of weapons, a lot of speed over there in Miami. Um, I'm not going to sleep on the Dolphins right now. I think that they've really improved. Uh, they brought in a great young tackle uh, as well. They've made some nice moves. They've got Mike McDaniel, the offensive coordinator. Uh, how much better do you think that the Miami Dolphins can be now with the moves that they've made, especially with Hill going there? It, it, it all depends on Tua. Yeah. Literally all depends on Tua. That, that he's got no excuses at this point. They've given him everything. He's got good good running backs. They brought in Raheem Mostert, and they brought in uh, Chase Edmonds. Their, their, their wide-out situation is obviously really really good with Waddle and Hill. Gusecki's a good tight end. They upgraded the offensive line. The defense is good, too. <laughs> what, what what else could you possibly want as a quarterback? Yeah, no Nothing. doubt about it. No doubt about it. So I can't now go he ahead. He has to deliver. He has to deliver. Otherwise, they need a new quarterback. And, they're, and then they're the Indianapolis Colts. Right, exactly. All right, I can't let you get out of here without talking about your former team, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, we saw a story come out. Uh, the other day about Urban Meyer and kind of how he was operating uh, in the NFL. It was inexplicable to me that somebody could go into the NFL and think that they could get away with what Urban Meyer was trying to get away with, not in that setting, you know, with adults uh, in the building. Um, I, you've been in the NFL. How um, how crazy is that to you that he took that approach? And how not surprised are you uh, at, at the reaction from the Jacksonville Jaguars to say this ain't going to work? I knew this was going to be if, – if you go back and look at my, my tweets, there were people that were like, George, you're being too, too harsh on Urban. And I was like, this isn't going to work. I said that this was going to be an epic failure from the beginning because, because it, Urban Meyer is a low-character man pretending to be a high-character man. 
Right. Like, like you don't you don't just all of a sudden go go to the NFL and then start doing stuff like this. You were you were already doing it. <laughs> like he was just winning in college football. So so people overlook a lot of the things and the threats that you make to players and all of that because you're because you're winning and you're just a tough coach. But you know his first mistake was trying to hire Chris Doyle, and that was even though I knew it wasn't going to work at first. That was the first like oh oh hell no he he's got no pulse for the building right no pulse for no like he doesn't understand how this works. There are players that make more than you do, so you are a partner. Even though you're in charge, you are a partner with them. And he didn't, and he doesn't under, understand that. And then the fact that he didn't fly home with the team, berate his coaches, all all of this. You don't start this. Like I, I, he's and he's you know almost sixty years old. Like you're too old to be making bad bad decisions like like this. And even when he was at. Uh, at, at Ohio State, and 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 then he had to take a leave because because he was sick. You know, he wasn't feeling feeling well. And then the medicine is what made him lie at Big Ten. Oh yeah, yeah. So so I'm like, okay. So if your medicine is affecting your your decision making, how can you be a head coach? No How question are you about good it. Enough to be a, a head coach, and I think that people just overlooked it because they wanted to believe something something else because he's produced so many NFL players. But uh, I guarantee that if you give, you know, uh, if, if you exchange him with with, with Luke Fickle, <laughs> um, who's that? Who's an actual X and O's guy with with that type of talent at, at Ohio State? I guarantee that you get great results as well. Yeah, there's no question about it. George Reister, thank you so much for spending some time with us in the huddle. Always a pleasure. The pride of Silmar High School, Oregon, and the Jacksonville Jaguars, and the San Fernando Valley uh, as a whole. Tell Gilbert I said hello, uh, and we'll talk to you down the road, right, my friend. I will. Okay. Thank you again to George Reister. You're in the huddle with Vinny Bonsignor, brought to you by Tequila Embajador, Raider Nation Radio, 920 a.m. on a Wednesday. Interact with the show. Text Vinny at 69187 or tweet at him at Vinny Bonsignor. This is In the Huddle with Raiders beat writer Vinny Bonsignor on Raider Nation Radio 920 AM. Sounds like my guy Devon Cotton's taking a little bit of a beating on social media at the moment, but that's okay. He's strong enough to uh, withstand the body blows that he's taking right now on his Tyreek Hill uh, take, which I, I understand where Devon is coming from, and I agree. Eventually, they'll replace him somehow, some way. But, man, this guy, Tyreek Hill, uh, they don't grow on trees. Those guys are special. There's a reason for that. There's a reason why, you know, when they were putting up the question, who has the best duo? Is it Tyreek Hill and, and Travis Kelsey, who have been lethal and deadly to opposing uh, uh, offenses now for like the last five years or so? Um Compared to Devontae Adams and 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 Darren Waller, there's a reason because those guys are worthy to be talked about along those lines. You don't just replace them. By the way, um, if you're keeping score at home, and I'm going to give the rundown on what the Raiders additions have been uh, this year, 
defensively, Chandler Jones, defensive tackle uh, Belil Nichols, defensive tackle Vernon Butler, who they officially signed today, defensive tackle Kyle Petko. So remember a week ago or so, we are talking about who's going to play the interior of the defensive line. Uh, they've really done a lot of work in that regard. Andrew Billings and all of the guys, if you look at their body types, Vernon Butler is 6'4", 350 pounds. Uh, they fit what... Uh, new defensive coordinator Patrick Graham is trying to do. Um, I know that he's talked about versatility and flexibility and don't get caught up in the 3-4 or 4-3 and all that kind of stuff. But this in the base off defense, they're probably going to be a 3-4 defense. And you can see that, uh, how that's being manifested in what they're doing on the interior of the defensive line. These guys fit that bill. Uh, linebacker Micah, Micah Kaiser, uh, linebacker Kyler Fackrell, uh, cornerback Rock. Yassine, cornerback Anthony Averett, cornerback Darius Phillips, cornerback Craven LeBlanc, uh, who was signed prior uh, to free agency starting, starting as was uh, defensive tackle um, Andre uh, Billings. So offensively, Devontae Adams, wide receiver, Mac Hollins, wide receiver, Demarcus Robinson, wide receiver. Again, last week we were wondering, all right, where are the wide receivers going to come from? Uh, it's only Hunter Renfro and some guys that were basically on the practice squad last year. Well, there's your answer. Devontae Adams, Matt Collins, Demarcus Robinson. Running back Brandon Bolden, running back Amir Abdullah, fullback Jacob Johnson, tight end Jacob Hollister, offensive lineman Alex Bars, uh, offensive tackle Brandon Parker, who was retained, and offensive lineman Jermaine Illuminor, who was also uh, retained. So there you have it. That's the up-to-date list of really the moves that the Raiders have made in free agency, and I think that that as a result of that, uh, you can really talk about the Raiders as one of the best teams in the AFC and somebody that I think on paper can go com- compete to go to the Super Bowl. Now, everything that has to happen for that to happen, uh, there's so many different dynamics that play into that, but you can justifiably talk about the Raiders as legitimate Super Bowl contenders. I contend that, and I'm going to stick by it. We're going to go out to the Raider Nation listener line. Raider Tone is on the phone. How you doing, Raider Tone? Great, Vinny. How you doing? Hey, uh, Vinny, I, I, you know, I was thinking about the 49ers a few, a few years ago when the window closed on them. They had a, fu- a, a drop fumble on a kick return, and they, they didn't go to the play. The I guess the New York Giants. Yes, sir. And then I remember the, 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 the Kansas City Chiefs. They were an offside call from going to the Super Bowl, and they probably would have beat the Rams. Um, I'm going to say today, on, what is it, March 22nd or 23rd, I say the window's closed on the, on the, on the Kansas City Chiefs. And I'll say, I say that backing that up, too, with uh, – it seemed like they figured out Patty Mahomes a little bit last year at the very end. Or he was—I thought his foot was hurt, but he seemed like he got better. But that those last two—that last playoff game, he looked, looked terrible. Uh, I, I, I think the one was closed, Vinny. Do you agree with me? I, I don't think Josh Cribbs or whoever the guy, your, the, the other guy, said who's going to bring in there to replace uh, Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill is all world. He's pretty yoked up, to, by the way. He's, he's not no small he's a guy. Football he's, player. He's, Yes, uh, so I think the window's closed for the Chiefs. You know? I don't know about What's your thoughts. I don't know about closed, but it uh, it, it definitely um, was it, 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 it that window closed a little bit today, probably a lot of it, and it's going to take a little while, I think, uh, for them to recoup. You're right, Patrick Mahomes. You know, without the, as good of an offensive line, when you take certain weapons away, all of a sudden, just like anybody else. Um, you're gonna you're gonna feel that effect. I don't care how good of a quarterback you are or how good of a player you are. When the talent around you starts becoming less and less, you're gonna feel that effect. It's gonna take them a little while to be able to replace uh, Tyreek Hill. And as George Reiser, our last guest, just said, you know they're gonna have to redo it. They're gonna have to figure out a different way because you don't just 
grab guys like Tyreek Hill off the street. I don't care if whether you're talking about the draft or in free agency or the trade. Those dudes are rare commodities. Back out to the Raider Nation listener line. Our good friend Gangster Raider is on the line. How you doing, Gangster Raider? Hey, what's happening, y'all? What's going on? I'm doing good, man. How are you? I'm all right. Can't complain. I kind of, um, I mean, I'm not a Kansas City fan, but I, I like the fact that we had to try to um, compete with them, with them, with Tyree Hill, because it made us, you know, cross every I, I mean, cross every T and dot every I, especially on defense. And so I'm kind of disappointed because I like beating them. Did you see the look on Tyree Hill's face when we beat them at home that time? It's like he wanted to cry. And so I wanted more of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wish we would have beat him again in Vegas this year. And I'm kind of disappointed that he's gone because it forced us to sharpen all our tools, especially on defense. And I think that's why we signed Everett was because of him. And I was looking forward to seeing him, you know, try to lock down Tyree Hill or whatever. And I like beating the best because everybody thinks that they're the best in the division. And they've won it the last six years. So I wanted to sweep them with Tyree Hill. So that's just me personally because I like beating the best. But I agree with you that they did lose a lot. You know what I'm saying? They lost a lot because he was um, the key to me to their offense. Because like you said, he um, provided, like when um, Mahomes had to scramble, he provided extra time he needed was like a second or two more for him to break open and get a long um, pass downfield or something over the middle that he would break into a long run. And also, I think, like you said, Kelsey is going to be affected because Kelsey benefited from um, – the cheetah opening up the rest of the field. And so I think they're gonna take a big step backwards. But um I think I'm kinda not I'm gonna not like that he's not there when we beat them. Because I got I know a lot of Kansas City fans, they be good y'all couldn't beat us because it is, because of that, and that's gonna be another excuse when we beat them. Talk about they talk about Tyree Hill gone. But I'm also looking forward to this team taking the field and I'm really excited because they come to LA twice. They play the Chargers here in LA and they play the Rams here in L.A. this year, and I can't wait for those games. You know what I'm saying? I hear and also, you, back, back to our argument me and you had about the L.A. being a Raiders town, do you remember before the Raiders came to L.A., the L.A. Kings color was purple and gold, like the lacquers. You know what I'm saying? But when the Raiders came, they changed the silver and black. That's just that you let you know it's still L.A. town. All right, um, Vinny, I'm gone. Keep it gangster. All right, brother. Thank you very much. Uh, the timing of that was a little bit different on the Kings move uh, to change colors. But uh, I hear what Gangster Raiders saying. D is on the line. How you doing, D? Hey, I'm doing great. Hey, thank you for having me, Vinny. Yeah. I'm definitely a big fan of yours in the show. I appreciate um, that, brother. I, thank you. I have a two-part question if you have time. Mm-hmm. Um Something you said earlier in the show, I was thinking about, whereas in players, when they're up for contract, they usually want a contract that's similar to recent contracts that were signed by other players that they're comparable to. Yes. Um, I was wondering, do you think that the Raiders and the Broncos front office are sort of monitoring each other with the uh, situation between Russell Wilson and Derek Carr? That's the first question. And the second question is, irregardless of the Russell Wilson situation, do you think it's possible that Derek Carr may not get a contract done until after the season starts? There's always that possibility on uh, on the timing of the contract. It will get done. Uh, I, I, I believe that it will get done. Um, the numbers are going to be interesting when they finally come out. We'll take a look at that when that happens. Uh, but I think that um, I think that I think the Raiders are going to handle Derek Carr um, 
unto himself, unto him. I don't think they're going to be necessarily looking at anything else um, in terms of the model. They're looking at what Derek Carr means to this team, this franchise, at this particular time and place. And I think that's what's going to ultimately determine uh, how much he makes and for how long. You're in the huddle with Vinny Bonsignor, brought to you by Tequila and Bajador, Raider Nation Radio, 920 AM on a Wednesday.